What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, we're talking about having the spark of a teenager at 30 years old. And I'm joined by the one and only Kirsten Mark. What's up, babe? Say Kirsten Martell. What's up, babe? Yeah, it's not Kirsten Martell anymore. It's Kirsten Mark. Kirsten Mark, baby. It's Kirsten Mark. You want to put that here, maybe? Yeah, of course. Cool, guys. So we're right now, we're on our honeymoon and we are celebrating. And before we even get into the podcast today like we, me and Kirsten have been doing like a lot of like heart to hearts on this trip and and so before we get into today's episode we want to talk about like hustling on our honeymoon because I think that there's a lot of people like there's especially a lot of even a, a lot of my uh, coaches at PT Domination are like we better not see you on better social media your face. better not see your face but like yo I honestly love social media and I love social media too like we were talking and we like had a really good hour-long conversation yesterday and like we're gonna go enjoy the pools and we're gonna take the afternoon but like we genuinely love social media and making TikToks and connecting with our online family. So like for us, a honeymoon wouldn't be like, like we. this is what we enjoy doing. Yep. This is what we enjoy doing. And I think a honeymoon is about doing what you enjoy. So there's so much expectation on like phones away and just enjoy the moment. But it's like, no, it's actually, if that's what works for you and that's how you and your husband or partner connect, then yes, that's the answer. But if you guys enjoy like making some funny videos or vlo- I'm vlogging today yep. with me and Brian so that that's going to drop on my YouTube next week. And that's just like, that's just us. And that's yeah. gonna be a fun. Dude, and I and I think that like that's actually we are pretty much talking about that the whole podcast day because I think that like for me, I used to get stressed out because I felt like I was always trying to live up to other people's expectations mm-hmm. of like what I should do, you know? So like, oh, it's your honeymoon, so you should do this, or it's your honeymoon, so you should do this, or on your wedding day, you should do this, or even like when our wedding, when our photographer's like, you should do this, should have these photos. It's like, no, like I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, and we just do our fucking thing. Yeah, like we I want to like so we went, we did we did a live stream yesterday and it was so awesome. It was fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah, we it was so like, much fun. We went so live for fun. an hour, yep. hung out with Chris Kowalski. Chris Kowalski was there, uh, one of my clients. Had a couple of your clients there as well. A of my clients were there. Yeah, I'm just like tuning in. We answered like some like relationship questions, some fitness questions, some business questions, and we had a blast. Like I had so much fun yesterday. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. And one of the things that we ended up talking about that we wanted to share with you guys on this podcast is I talked about, because like, I feel like a lot of times when I go live, people are like, dude, are you on drugs? People, people will say that. do the same for me. Not like, only drunk. Yeah, not only are you on drugs, but even when I do my videos, I'll be like, are you drunk? are you drug are you on drugs and i'm like no like i'm just fucking super excited about life every person that we meet like everyone's always like how's your day and we're like best day in my fucking life and like always like we always say this this is something that's like a common theme and i was talking to kirsten yesterday and she said or i said honestly kirsten like i feel like having the spark of a teenager while being 30 years old is one of the secrets to my success Mm -hmm. because i asked him i i said what do you dedicate your success to or like how do you feel like what's what's sort of like the path on how you got to where you are today because it's not like you they're like you're a product of your environment but like i don't entirely believe that and i I mean i guess essentially but brian's like a one 
one in a million. And it's not like he had this like supportive family growing up. Like you went through a lot of stuff when you were younger. So I was just curious. I was like, what do you like, what do you think drives your success? Like, where do you think that happens? And I think that like, I talk about my family pretty frequently, like not pretty frequently, mm -hmm. but like, if you follow my podcast, you know that like I came from a lower in income background, like mm -hmm. my family struggles with weight, but then mm -hmm. Kirsten actually got to see it in person and like got to experience it. And so she was like, there's a, a significant difference in like where your family was at, like in terms of their like level of willingness to grow yeah. and where you're at. And she's like, I want to know where you got that from, because like that wasn't something that you learned from the people that were around you. And I think for me, it's like there's a bunch of different aspects to this. And I want to dissect one of the things that I think is like the most important and the one of the most important things that I think is like been the key to my success over the course of the last few years is having the spark of a teenager while being 30 mm -hmm. and having this like relentless fucking drive. And something really cool that Brian said yesterday, and it's just like something that I really want to teach Haley. Like, I feel like right now my job is so important with Haley being 13 years old. It's just like such, I remember me being 13. Like it's a crazy phase. Yeah. Especially as like a female, like your hormones are all over the place. And so Brian said, he's like, well, I guess it started when like I lost weight. And then that was like a belief. He's like, look, I just lost weight. I can do it. And then he kept building from that. And then it was football. And then it was this. And I was like planting those like little seeds of like self-belief. Like you do one thing and all of a sudden, if you do one thing, you think you can do the next and the next and the next. And yep. I refer back to our wedding when Haley did her speech right before the speech. She was like, mom, I don't think I can do it. I'm not going to go up there. This kid has been practicing that speech for months and months and months and months before our wedding. And I was like, Haley, like you can do this, like go up there and fucking rock it. And she did. And I was like, I guarantee after that, she believed in herself just a little bit more. Yep. She's like, I did it. Yep. Whereas yep. if she would have just practiced this speech for months and months and not gone up there and done it, she would have forever been felt bad that she didn't go up there and do that. So it's mm -hmm. just cool that when you're younger and you do things that it just makes you believe in yourself so much more as a person. Dude. And I want to talk about belief because I think that like having the spark of a teenager and being able to be like, I'm fucking going to do some, for me, I think the spark of a teenager, the definition of the, in this, like this podcast is like, I'm going to do something awesome with my fucking life. Mm -hmm. How many of you guys remember when you were younger and you had these like big goals, dreams, or ambitions. And you're like, I'm going to be a fucking movie star or like, I'm going to be a rock star. And like, I'm going to be like, and you've got this, like almost like this, like childish, it's like this childish belief or these like childish dreams or ideologies about like what you want to do. I know for me, I did. I was like, I'm going to be a pro football player. Yeah. Like that's it. That yeah. was it. Right. Mine was like, I want to be a famous actress. Like yep. I want to be a fucking famous actress in Hollywood. Like I would go to auditions. I would get agents. Dude. And, like I just wanted people to hear my voice. And I think that when I was younger, I didn't know what for. Like I didn't know what for. I just knew that I wanted to do something big, but I didn't really know the message that I was trying to deliver. Yeah. And my life, the life events that have happened to get me to where I am at right now at this point gave me a voice that I feel like has purpose and now can inspire women everywhere. But I didn't have that when I was 13, 14. I just knew that's something that I wanted to do. Well, I think that like as this is, I don't know if this is true for you guys, but I feel like as most people progress throughout life at some point they just make the decision that like the dreams that they had were no longer going to work and then they start accepting what the world is telling them mm -hmm. and then the world starts telling you that you know you should get a job and the world starts telling you that you need to grow up and the world starts telling you that you need to pay your bills and the world starts telling you that you need to like strap in go to school you're not supposed to like that your job that you're in it's not about that it's about providing for your family and providing mm -hmm. a good life for yourself mm -hmm. and like it's like and like so you we start like believing what the world tells you, get a real job. And those are called rules, bullshit rules. So they're rules, rules. that you're like, oh, rules. Cool. yeah, bullshit rules. So they're rules. And it's from a book that I'm reading. Yeah, it's really cool. But basically, the way that we grow up has so obviously has so much impact on who we are right now. So if when we were from ages zero to 13, it was like, get a nine to five job, get a nine to five job, save
safety, security, safety, security. Don't branch out. That's scary. That's scary. We like, we feel like that's the truth. That's our belief, but it's yep. a bullshit rule yep. that was just programmed into yep. our mind at a really young age. So there's like, there are so many bullshit rules that we think are like legit just because of the way we've been brought up that yep. are actually like, you don't have to follow that path. Dude. And so like, I want to talk to you guys that are listening to this podcast episode that like want like the B mark energy. Like if you listen to this fucking podcast and you want the B mark energy, this is for you. If you listen, if you're following this podcast and you follow Kirsten Martell on social media and you want some Kirsten Martell energy, Mark, if you want some Kirsten Mark energy, if you want some, dude, this is weird. It's weird. It is weird. It's super weird. weird. And like, we are very, like our names are our names, like Brian Mark and like Kirsten Martell. Like that is something that we've like every podcast. I'm Kirsten Martell. That's weird. That weirds me out. Fucking funny. Yeah. So guys, I want you to have the fucking, the goals, dreams, and ambitions that you want. And I want this podcast to like wake something up inside of you. And maybe this is the fucking live stream or this is the podcast that you needed to realize that like you don't have to play by anybody else's rules except for your own. Oh, yes. Times a million on what he just said. Like, like say it again for the people. You don't have to play by anybody else's rules except for your own. And just like Cole DeSilva would say, fuck your mom. Fuck fuck your dad. dad, Fuck your auntie. You know, I had a, I had a funny, I had a realization the other day and this is fucked up that this got programmed into us. Do you guys remember when people used to say to you that the world doesn't revolve around you? Did you ever have anybody say that to you? The world world doesn't doesn't revolve revolve around you. The world doesn't revolve around you. Does Does anybody ever remember people saying that to you? Yes. Like the world doesn't revolve around you. You remember that? Dude, I think that's complete and total bullshit. My world does revolve around me. Like, and my world that revolves around me, there's like, it's like I can choose the rules that I want to play by in the world that revolves around me while also respecting that like Kirsten's world revolves around her. My world revolves around me. So like, let's work together. But I think that this like ideology of my world doesn't revolve around me is like fucking literally robs you of your power. And I think that we get like taught from a young age that to be like, quote unquote, selfish and to be like, go after the things that you fucking want is actually a bad thing when it's the complete and total opposite. I want to actually want to get ahead of myself right now because I think it's important in mine and Kirsten's vows in mine and Kirsten's fucking vows. You know what it said? I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but I'm a fucking I'm gonna tell you some shit right now. Not only did me and Kirsten commit to working on, you know, the relationship, but in both of our vows, and we didn't plan this, both of our vows, I said, I commit to working on myself, to making myself the best version of myself so that I can share that with you. And And in her vows, she said the same thing. I said, I promise to continue to work on being the best cursed for you, for Haley and for myself. And that's one thing that we both committed to. And I think it's a really key component of our relationship is that, yo, we've both been fuckheads. We've both done some stupid shit. Like we've been like up and down and up and down, but we always work on ourselves. Yeah. Always, no matter what. And I think that's a really important part of our relationship and something that's helped us get through to where we are today. The world revolves around you. Your world is literally manifested by you. And so everything in your life is manifested by you. And before we get into today's episode, I need you guys to understand that like everything in your life is happening because of you. Mm -hmm. That's it. And everything in life is your fault. And so if you're not happy with your physique, then you can do something about it. If you're not happy with your health, you can do something about it. If you're not happy with like your level of like contentment in life, you can do something about it. And so I want to teach you guys how to have the spark of a teenager so that you can start viewing life at like a video game that you can 
can play versus like a movie that you're fucking victim to. So number one is I think for me, I think you really do need to believe that anything is possible for you. Like you need to believe it. Like for me, like I've always believed that anything is possible. Like when I, I, I was telling Kirsten this the other day, she was asking me about it. I was like, when I was 19 years old, I was writing articles about how like the mind is unlimited and my power is unlimited and anything is possible. And I think that because I actually believe that anything is possible, I have this like relentless desire to succeed. And no one can take that away from you. So it's like, there'll be events and things that happen throughout your life that maybe like will like knock at your self-confidence. But in the end, like Brian said, like it's all you. So like that comes from within and nobody can take that away from you. Nobody. 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 And so like- They can try. And if you let them succeed- Again, that's like in your control. And and we're going to get, I love that. And so like, here's what I think is like, I think because I believe that anything is possible for me, I just don't like, I don't let myself do shit. I don't like doing. Mm -hmm. I just don't. If I don't like doing something, I don't do it because I believe that anything is possible and that I can do anything. And so if I'm spending my time in a relationship that's like not serving me, like I'm like, okay, like I'm not going to be in this relationship anymore. Mm -hmm. Not in mine and Kirsten's, but like even friendships, business, like my clients, like if I have a client that's being super toxic, I believe anything is possible. Possible and I believe that I can have amazing clients. So I just don't want to be with the toxic mm-hmm. client anymore. And so I'm going to release them because anything is possible. And so I can have clients that all love the fuck out of me. And I feel like that's like learned over time too, because coming from someone that was in a 14 year relationship that probably should have lasted two years, it's learned. So like after I ended that relationship, the next relationship I got into when some lines were crossed, when boundaries were crossed, it was easier for me to be like, you're getting the fuck out and it is happening like right now versus oh, let me give you another try, another try. Right. So I think that's also learned over time through events that happen in your life. I love that. Right? Because I'm sure the first time you let go of it, and I remember this because like I've watched Brian grow. So I remember specific things. I remember the first few altercations you had with clients that maybe weren't your ideal client. Like it was hard and yep. you would let people cross boundaries. Yeah. I'm like, Cole, ever since I've known him, has always been such like a badass, like a hard ass, a hard ass as well. And over time, seeing Brian and Cole develop this relationship, Brian's like learned from Cole as well. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're a lot more like cutthroat than you were when I first met you four years ago. I agree. And, and so, So like, let's go back to this anything is possible mantra, because not only if anything's possible, I'm not going to do anything that doesn't make me happy. And I'm going to spend more time doing shit that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Like, I truly believe that I'm going to be at 1.6 million followers on TikTok within the next few months. I truly believe that. And because I believe that I'm willing to put out three to five TikToks a day until it happens, because I truly believe that anything is possible. And I truly believe that I'm going to make it happen. And so like, even and for me, it's like, and that's another reason we're on social media right now Mm -hmm. is because I truly believe anything is possible. I truly believe this is only the start of our journey. I mm-hmm. truly believe that we are going to make a massive impact on the world. Mm-hmm. And because I believe anything is possible, this podcast is not work for me. It's fun. And for me too. And that's what I said. Like if I would have told Brian, like we're not doing anything for four days, he would have listened. He would have said, okay, I can respect that. But I was like, I don't want that. And neither did he. So I'm like, we can just condense our work schedule into like a smaller amount of time. And we're still going to have a ton of time to spend together because this is what we love doing. Yeah. But I love being live. I love talking. I love like spreading messages. Yep. across the world. Dude, I love that. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to this, I want you to have the like same sort of like childish, fun, go-getting energy, like and knowing that you can do anything that you want with your life. And so that's why we're sharing this message with you guys. Anything you want. And it's like, I think I love that you just said that because Brian and I had a, a very long talk and he's like, what do you want? Like, are you happy? Like, what do you want? Right? And it's like, you don't have to want what everybody else thinks you want. Yeah. So what you want is like what you want. And for me, like, and I said this yesterday on mine and Brian's live stream.
being like, I honestly don't love putting out five, six workouts a week. It's not fun for me. What, but what I do love is talking about my past life experiences. What I do love is talking about mental health. And those are all things I do love. So I'm going to focus on that more. And I'm growing my audience with that. So like, that's what I want. And for a while, like I did when I was building my business, I had to put out like workout stuff too. And I'll still put up workout stuff, but that's not where my passion lies. Mm. So is I can do that. Yep. I love that. Right? I love that. And it still all ties in to fitness. And I, I, and I know you believe this as well, that I think a successful fitness journey always starts with a healthy mind first. Oh, yep. that's like, that's something I tell my girls all the time. I completely agree. And mm-hmm. so we're talking about being passionate about life and yes. waking up excited with the spark. So like yes. being 30 years old and feeling like you're 17. And so I think that number one is you need, you need to believe anything is possible for you. Mm-hmm. Like I can fucking make $10,000 a month, or I can be in the best shape of my life, or I can have a shredded six pack, or I can have a booty bigger than anyone's is, that has mm-hmm. ever walked the earth. Like you need to believe that, (laughs) right? Okay. So number two, so once you believe that anything is possible and you're like, okay, I can fucking do this. Maybe you're listening to this. You're like, yo, B-Mark's right. I, I can do this. Like if Don Lamb has done it, I can do it. If mm-hmm. he, B-Mark has helped 160 students, I can do it. If Kirsten is helping 900 people, I can do it, right? Mm-hmm. If that's what you're thinking, now the second part is you need to let go of all your fear of failure. See, I think that the reason that a lot of people accept average in their physiques or in their life or in their relationships is because they're afraid that they're going to fail. Like, let's go back to the relationship, the metaphor with Kirst, where she said she was in a 14-year relationship. It's like- mm-hmm. She was afraid that she was going to be alone. Mm-hmm. And I've actually wrote a post about that. One of my biggest fears was like being alone. And it's because I was with that person from such a young age. Yep. So like for, from 14, all I knew was having somebody with me, right? Yeah. So it was really scary for me to think of being by myself. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And so for fitness coaches that want to take their business online, there's a massive fear. Like, what if I quit my job and I'm not able to sustain my income? Like, what if I quit my job and I can't pay my mortgage? What if I quit my job and then, you know, it's three years time, like Instagram is no longer providing clients anymore. Like, what if I go all in on this thing and then I fail? What if I put out content for 60 days and nobody reaches out? And like, because of this fear that creeps in and tells us all the things that could go wrong, we stop ourselves from doing what actually makes us happy. And what actually makes us happy is working on our fitness, working on our business and being in a healthy relationship. And if you're an online fitness coach, like right now, and you're still working like your second job or like your in-person training, whatever it may be, I had that fear too. I was terrified to leave the gym. I was terrified to leave Original Joe's, which I worked at for 10 years. Like I was terrified to break out of that comfort zone and just fully focus on what I was passionate about. But it came to a point where I was like, I'm no longer excelling at my like in-person and serving job because I am no longer motivated there. I'm no longer passionate about it. So I just like had one moment where I was like, okay, what's the worst fucking thing if, if I fail? And I think that some people will disagree with this mindset. No, I, I love like, this mindset. I know where you're going. I'm going to say, if worse comes to worse, yep. I go all in on my business. The worst possible thing that I would have to do is I'd have to go back to original Joe's. They love the shit out of me. And I'd be like, take me back. Yep. Worst possible. But, but yep. like, Yep. I yep. didn't believe that nope. that was going to happen because I never would have left original Joe's if I didn't believe in myself. But knowing that I might have something to fall back comforted me enough yep. to go for it. And you guys, yep. now I have 
900 fucking clients. Yep. I'm building this insane movement and I get to wake up doing something that yep. I'm so passionate about. Which is why you have a spark of a day. teenager. Yes. Because you fucking love what you do. Yes. Whereas like when you were working at Original Joe's and then you had to go work somewhere else, it's like you were just tired all the time. So tired, exhausted. I was working 14 hour days. Like if somebody sent their food back cold, I was like, can you just fucking eat it? Like, like yeah, I was an asshole. But yeah. when I first started at Original Joe's, you guys, I had the spark of a teenager. It was new. I got to bartend. It was cool. I won employee of the month the first month that I worked there. Yeah. But over time, I was like, this is not my calling. Dude, this is yeah. no longer for me. Dude, and I think that like, I love what you said there because like projecting the worst case scenario is the best thing you can do. I mean, Brian always do this. Like, no, we dude, always talk about the worst dude, case scenario. Because like, even like when we're like, we're talking about purchasing our house or yeah. whatever it is, it's like worst, worst case, case scenario, scenario. If this happens, this is what we'll do and we can handle it. But when you put yourself in a situation that literally forces you to level up, what happens? You level up. And that's what we did when we got our house. Level up. Pre okay, guys, write this down. Pressure creates diamonds as long as you don't give up. Pressure, never give up. Dude, pressure creates diamonds as long as you don't give up. Because what you said is you like, what happens if you put yourself under pressure, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, then you find a way to succeed unless you give up. Yep, unless you give up. Pressure creates diamonds as long as you don't give up. And when you give up, you start blaming different things. So you'll be like, oh, it was my mom or it was like, there's dude, no clients or I've, this. So you take the blame away from you, which then leaves you not responsible. Dude, I've gotten so many angry messages from like, I feel like purchasing cool. the house and like moving and like getting, marrying my dream person and being in the best shape ever. I feel like that, I've gotten so many angry messages from people that are mm -hmm. like angry at the world and they're mm -hmm. lashing out at me. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm not the one that's fucking accountable for your life. You are. And so if you're mad at me for being successful and happy, like that's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Mm -hmm. And so I want to share everything that I fucking can with you guys to help you level up. But like, it's not my responsibility to chase your goals. It's yours. All I can do is share what I know. But you need to embrace failures. Like I experienced many failures, you guys, as mm -hmm. I was building my coaching business. Mm -hmm. You know, like oftentimes I've learned more from my failures than I do from my successes. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like you truly, if you want to have the spark of a teenager, you truly need to know that like going after the thing that you want is going to be there's going to be some failure involved and you just need to embrace it mm -hmm. because if you're not afraid of failing then you'll fucking be willing to do anything and willing to try anything and i think that that like being willing to do or try anything that's going to make you happy or excited is actually what's going to give you the spark of a teenager i love that yeah i love it all I'm cool following let's go okay so number three the third thing that you need to do to really have cool. the spark of a I teenager like is you need to block out other people's opinions mm -hmm everyone's I still struggle with that a little bit. Like when it comes to random like internet trolls, I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. If it's someone that I'm closer with that has an opinion on me that isn't positive, it still kind of hurts. Yeah. Like it does. I'm Because I, I really do try to be the best person that I possibly can and treat everyone with kindness and accept everybody. And if I don't want to be around someone, I won't do that. But I really do try to be a good person. But you're never going to be everyone's cup of tea. And yeah. so that's still a hard pill for me to swallow. Sometimes. Yeah, here's the thing. I want every everyone to fucking listen in okay no matter what you do there will always be somebody that will have something negative to say so if that's the case if no matter what people are going to dislike you why the fuck would you just not be yourself yeah yeah dude it reminds me of a story there's this girl and it's super quick don't worry there's this girl that like nicest human you'll ever meet like the most polite generous fucking human being and someone wrote in a complaint about her and they literally said honestly our server was so nice that it was pretty fake and i'm like there you go yeah that and like that made me realize that moment made me 
you realize that like, even if you're the world's kindest person, like somebody's still going to have beef with you. And that doesn't come from you. That's from them. They're unhappy with themselves. So them seeing you happy makes them angry. So it never has anything to do with you. Never. Ever. Dude, ever, even, ever, ever. Even the people. Okay. So like how many online coaches, let me fucking online coaches, or if you're tuning in, like how many of you guys can relate to this, where you guys will be building your coaching business and somebody in your life who is not an online coach, they're working like maybe it's your mom or your dad or your sister or brother will be like, that's not a good idea. Like you shouldn't be trying to build an online business. Mm -hmm. Like you have kids that you should be taking care of, or you have responsibilities that you need to take your mom. Dude. dude. And, 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 and again, and like again, so, yep. I love my mom, but she said, yeah, but she said, don't leave original Joe's. So don't do that. Right. Yes, like you can't do that safe. guys. This is the thing, right? We're all mirrors for each other. And so what ends up happening is the reason that these people are saying these things to you is because they've never done it themselves yeah. and they love you. And so they think that it's not possible. And so they're trying to save they're you the fear you. of failure. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to save you from failure because they don't believe it's possible. So they're putting that perception on you, not because they don't want you to succeed, but because they don't fucking actually understand. And that's why I actually think that it's so important that like, yes, you have people that give you advice. And like, I'll talk to Brian. I asked Brian what I should order for food yesterday. And then I ended up ordering a steak completely opposite because I was like, I fucking want a steak. Right. But it's good to ask for advice. It's good to ask for opinions. But in the end, I think you need to go with your gut. And like, it even comes back to the trip that I booked to build my online business. Like I had all my family begging me not to go like, please don't go, please don't go. And there was something inside of me that was like, I have to go on this trip. Yeah. Like I just packed. I, and I don't, I haven't had many feelings like that in my life, but when I do, it's like, when I know, I know when yeah. my 14 year, 14 year relationship was ending, like I knew my gut knew this wasn't going to be forever. Yeah. When I wanted to go to Bali and everyone said, don't fucking do it. I knew that I needed to go. So in the end, I listened to everyone. I'm like, yep. Yeah, tell me what you'd like. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me what you think. And then I listened to myself. Guys, if we allow other people's opinions to come into our minds as we're working on our goals, then somebody from a TikTok live stream will say that you talk too much or somebody from our, like some person in our life will say, uh, like your, your videos are cringy. And then yeah. we will start to question ourselves. And that self-doubt is actually the seed of failure. And we start projecting that. Yep. Dude, like the last two months, you guys, and I'm just gonna be super vulnerable. I feel like I've been allowing other people's opinions of me to affect the way I act in like social situations, right? And I'm just a very loud, outgoing. Sometimes I say things that are totally off center, but like, that's just who I am. And so for me, like, and I think this trip has really helped me too, because we have had like a lot of deep conversations, but it's like, in the end, it's like, you're not going to please, you're not going to fuck me someone. Yeah. You just aren't, no matter what, it doesn't matter who you are. 100%. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. See guys, as we're building our coaching business, our online coaching business, friends or family members are going to say work less, or you should be working at a real job, or you should be less on like blah, 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 blah. Even the people that we love are going to say things like, I don't think you should be building a coaching business. You should be mm -hmm. doing something else. And if we allow those people into our minds, then we will hold ourselves back from being successful. Mm -hmm. And guys, just a reminder, like Kirsten and I both didn't have, like, I have a hundred thousand followers on TikTok Now I've got hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I've got a thousand clients. She has 900 clients. The reason that we're able to grow businesses to this level is because we don't tune, like we don't hear the noise. Like I don't tune into the noise. Like Dude, I, I run the big booty boss Academy. People have shit. They're going to say, Oh, me. Right. And like, the reason I did that is because I was like, yo, and like, I'm not listening to anyone anymore. When I started my online business, so many people thought it was absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, I'm choosing to not listen to anyone yep. but myself anymore. And I'm choosing to let go of the people's opinions that for so long I've cared about. I'm choosing to fucking let it go. Yeah. There was a guy that just like always had something to say. And for some reason, I always tried to make him happy or make him like, like me or like whatever. So I would act in a way that I thought he would like. And in the end, it ended up working out fucking 
fucking horrendously, as you can imagine, right? So it's like the only person that you need to be is yourself. And it doesn't matter like who you are. It, everyone's gonna like, there's gonna be people with certain opinions. But it's like, if you're living your life as what you think everyone else wants you to be, you're gonna be fucking miserable. And in the end, like it's your life and your happiness. And that's what matters. Boom. I, I have something else. I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna add this right now. Because mm -hmm. we're talking about how we have like 100,000 followers, etc. Mm -hmm. And somebody said, but you have eight viewers. And I love this because I think that leads me to the next point is because I don't care if I have eight viewers, 8,000 viewers, or 800,000 viewers. The only thing I give a fuck about is that this message reaches one person. Dude, and- And that's having the spark of a teenager because like I'm going live because I know that there's going to be one person that tunes into this and is like, yo, like I got some value from that. And that's exactly why we do it. And and I completely agree. And I also what this mother trucker doesn't see is across all platforms right now, we actually almost have a hundred people. So it's like, not that viewers matter. And that's like, sometimes I go on TikTok, you guys, and literally five people will tune in. Sometimes I go on TikTok and I do a workout and 400 people will tune in, but it doesn't fucking matter. And that's something that was so hard for me for a really long time. It's like, oh my God, I have like 80,000 Instagram followers and I'm only getting 500 likes. But if I just focus on my message and my mission and not what anyone else is thinking and post that I love, my content, and, and I know yours is too, yep. just increases Dude. and increases. And so what if it's by one or two or three people? Keep in your lane, stay focused on you because the more you get sidetracked by people saying, oh, you only have 15 viewers. How many do you have fucking Bobby? Yeah. Probably zero. Dude, but like, nobody cares. But that's the thing is like most, and that's blocking out other people's opinions, yeah. but it's like, that's the thing is that a lot of people are, oh, you only have this, you only have this, but they're operating based out of their own limited perspective. Yeah. And because they are limited themselves, they must also cast limitations on others. I don't play those games. Like if you want to be limited, then like, I'm going to let you be limited, but I'm just going to continue to pursue my unlimited power, which is why I had the spark of a teenager. Cause I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I really don't matter. And it doesn't matter. And I, and I used to, and even as far I used to be very obsessed, like, because I get so did I high, like, yeah. and even so now, like, it's so, and it's so cool to go on TikTok and to do, to do a live stream and you see three to 400 people watching. It's so cool to do a Facebook live stream where you have 150 to 200 people, but it's just as cool to have 20 people on that live stream that are listening to you. It's just as cool to have yep. 10 people on that live stream that are listening. Fucking cool to have one person, you guys, one person that's getting something from your voice and your message is fucking cool. Dude, I used it's to, cool. so when I started my podcast, you guys, I right now, if you look at my, I'm super grateful, by the way, I checked my, if you go to the Apple podcast charts, my podcast is top 50 business podcast in all of Canada and top 200 for all of the United States mm -hmm. for entrepreneurship, which is fucking crazy because there's like hundreds of thousands of podcasts, mm -hmm. but I was doing my podcast five times a week when I had like two viewers per live stream. Yes, and like, literally. I was like just religious with it yeah. because I knew that anything was possible. And I told yeah. myself one day I'm going to have a podcast. That's like a top 50 podcast, which is actually what I have achieved now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, now I want to get 2000 episodes. Like that's like the next big goal. But it's because like, I see these big goals and I'm, I get excited about like chasing these big goals because mm -hmm. I feel like anything is possible and I can achieve that thing. So like, why would I not relentlessly pursue that thing? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not worried about whether I get one view or a hundred thousand views like mm -hmm. I'm so committed to like this long-term vision of being like my absolute very best and I see myself like stepping into like the next level of like Brian Mark and being like the modern day Gary Vaynerchuk and that's just going to take work and I'm willing to like hold my breath for the next 10 years and put out content every single day whether it gets five views or 500 views until I get to that level because I know that anything's possible dude and I used to hide my TikToks that didn't get a lot of 
viewers and be like, oh, I just want my account. And it's like, why? Because like 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, like Brian said, it just honestly, you guys, in the big scheme of things, like fucking matter. And just staying, yeah, stay consistent. Mm. Fucking show up. Mm. And like, it's like when I first started online coaching, I didn't have a big audience at all. I didn't have a lot of self-belief. And then I just started being open about my experiences. And like slowly, my audience grew. I went from 3,000 to 10,000 to 15,000 to 20,000 to, you know what I mean? Yep. But it's like when I first started, I think like I did a, a live workout and I've talked about this quite a bit on my own page that had, I think it was like three viewers doing a live workout. And one of them was my mom. One of them was my auntie. And then one of them was my other phone. And that, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. nobody, like, you know what I mean? But I just kept, I did Saturday. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And then, and then we had one Saturday workout that got shared to this page and it had, we had 20,000 views afterwards. And then I built up this audience of people that love my workout. It was that one live stream, that one live stream, but there was 10 before that, that nobody showed up to that one live stream. Yeah. That went big. And I do you remember us yep. jumping around yep. and Brian and came in and gave me a hug. And I'm like, babe, look, we had fucking 200 people on this live stream at one point. Yeah. And like, it was that one live stream. But yeah. if I wouldn't have stayed consistent with the live streams that had three viewers or four viewers and just given up and been like, well, nobody's fucking listening. It's three or four people. I never would have had that one live stream but, that was. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the reason that most people never get to that point is because they get discouraged because mm-hmm. they're thinking about the views. Yeah. And as soon as they get discouraged, that like kills their motivation yeah. because they're like, oh, fuck, like oh, it's not working for me. And then mm-hmm. that's, they lose the spark. And then they also, I think, they look at where Brian and I are at now and they don't see the three, four years prior where we didn't have a lot of traction on our page. Pause. Pause. I I love that. But I also want to point out, like, look at me and Kirsten now. Yeah. And then look at how many fucking TikToks I put out a week still. Yes. I'm still doing the thing, the thing yes, that yeah. got me to this level. And yeah. one of my clients who's actually one of my coaches now, his name's Caleb Zis, literally just copies the fuck out of me because he, he told me he's like, success leaves clues. Why would I try to reinvent the wheel? He's like, you do five podcasts a week. I do five podcasts a week. It's like, you're putting out three TikToks today. I'm putting out three TikToks today because success leaves fucking clues. So for all of you guys that are in this audience that want access to the same level of life that I have, like, by the way, Caleb Zis, that guy that like made the commitment to just do what I do is at $30,000 a month. Success leaves clues you guys and like you might not want to hit thirty thousand dollars a month but if you even put out ten percent of the output that i'm putting out right now you'd be making like as caleb you'd be making three to five k a month ten percent but it's like you need to fucking believe that it's possible and you need to believe that it's possible for you you need to block out other people's fucking opinions you need to get over your fucking fear of failure and you need to start committing to going all in on your shit i think one really cool thing and this is a little bit off topic but not really one really cool thing about my business is like i learned from brian but i really didn't i like created my own thing and i think that's super fucking cool like i learned learned from all the tools that Brian gave me. And I was like, nope, I'm doing this big community. It's going to be a low price. And everyone said, no, 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 don't do it. But that wasn't me like looking to anyone else, which is why I think that it's yes, like success leaves clues. Is that what you said? That's what I success, said. Success leaves clues. So like I follow people that inspire me, but I also think part of the reason why I've been able to create such a large community is because I'm fucking original. I'm not like anybody else. But that's not to say that if you do just like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. originality, yeah. I think is super important too. Yeah. Yeah. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. But I Success think that, but I also, I'm going to pause that. And I also don't, you can't be original until you've modeled something that was successful because you were trying to be original when you started your online coaching business mm-hmm. and it wasn't working. So mm-hmm. you hired me mm-hmm. to get a success blueprint. You got the blueprint. And then once you had the foundations, then you, you were original my- on top of it. Yes. And I think the reason most people fail is like, I'm going to be original. I don't need to fucking hire yes, a mentor. I don't need to hire I'm just going to fucking do this yes. myself. Yeah. But like, you can't be original if you're not 
not successful already. Like you've got to model success because success leaves clues and then be original on top of your original foundation. Dude, hundred percent. And when I first met Brian, I did exactly what he told me to like, literally word. Like I followed the program ABCD. That's what I do. And then I started to get inspired and then I started to form ideas. And then I was like, I'm going to create this vision board about, and I created a vision board for the big booty boss Academy. I'm like, mm. I no longer want to do like, I want to create a huge community of women and that's what I want to do. So yeah. I completely agree. And I wouldn't have done what I'm doing now. If I didn't enroll in Brian's course, yeah. I would have tried, I wouldn't have succeeded. And then eventually I would have just gone back to working where I work. So I completely agree. Boom. Yeah. Guys, let's go to number five, because I want to give you the spark of a teenager. Okay. Number five, you need to work on your health, physical and mental, literally religiously, like religiously guys. I think the reason that I have this, one of the reasons I have the spark of a teenager and on top of everything we've already talked about on this podcast is I work on my health every single day, mm-hmm. every day. Like, yes, me and Kirsten are on our honeymoon right now and we're so excited. We're literally going to go jump in the pool afterwards. We're pumped. Whoa. Like, yes, that's the truth. And also we worked out today. Yep. You went, did, just went to the gym. I did my fucking morning Dude, ritual today. Pass me that water because I'm also going to fucking drink. Chug, I drank all of it. Sorry. We're drinking you our water. water. I'm going to focus. Like, And even yesterday, like we still are eating good and we're still taking health conscious. Yeah, it's not fun for me. And like the wedding was a completely different scenario. There was quite literally two days where I was like, I am just doing whatever the fuck I want. That's the first time that 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 I've done that in a very long time. Yeah. Even on the bachelorette, like I was still conscious about my water, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. But like, it's fun for me to get up and go to the gym. It's fun for me to drink my water. Yeah. Because then I go down to the pool and I'm fucking in my little bikini. With Feeling good. This and I feel and like that's a and then boss. we're talking about having the spark of a teenager. I don't want to have any limitations or what I do or don't want to do because of the way that I feel. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, I don't like, I don't want to like, oh, I don't feel good because I don't like the way that my body looks because I'm not making health conscious choices. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to take my shirt off and go to the pool because I don't feel good in my physique. Like Mm -hmm. that isn't a fucking feeling that I like. No, So I'm just never going to have it. And I've been there and I know you've been there too. I've been there too. And it's like a choice that I wanted Mm -hmm. to make. And here's the thing is like, I don't view going to the gym and working on my health, my mental, my physical health as a chore. No, I view it as a choice and I'm excited to do it. Like I choose to work on my mindset every single day. Mm -hmm. because I fucking love the feeling of being in momentum. And I love the feeling of liking the person that's looking back at me in the mirror. It's a choice. Yeah, It's a choice for me to meditate and work on my affirmations every single day, because I believe that anything is possible. And I know that the more that I work on myself and the more that I work on my mindset, that the closer that I get to my goals. And it's not like I have to do my morning ritual. I choose to. And you also choose the thoughts that you feed into. So like fucking 20 times today, you guys at the gym, I was like, oh, this fucking light press is ridiculous. And I was like, I have a light press at this resort that Brian and I are like blessed to be able to staying at. So like, I also think it requires a lot of like attention to yourself and your thoughts. Yeah. And I've done it like 20 times this morning. So you can look at things in two different ways. Like, is this like, oh fuck, I have no water or look, there's a little pin bit of water left. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's your choice, your choice to feed into what thoughts you want to feed into. Yeah. You think, oh my gosh, like I'm fucking, I'm so insecure in my bathing suit, all this and this, or look, here's an opportunity that I have to work on myself and start a journey to feeling better. So like, there's always like, you can always choose what thoughts you feed into. Yeah, I completely agree and like guys when it comes to fitness I don't know like I want to destroy this mindset if you're in fitness and you feel like you have to go to the gym mm-hmm. nobody has to go to the gym mm-hmm. like even and I talk about this like a lot during contest prep and I'm getting myself into this mindset because I'm going to announce it on the podcast I am doing a fucking fitness competition I'm going to announce it soon like the date and time but I'm doing a fitness competition within the next 12 weeks I and am. I'm excited about it because I am choosing to do it 
for, I, I feel like a lot of people, they're like, oh, I got to do my cardio and I got to eat my meals. And I get like that too. And then I want, I'm saying this out loud too, yeah. because I want you to remind me. I want yeah. you to remind me that it's a, you're making a choice. Yes. You chose to do the competition. And so for me, I'm choosing to stay in shape. I'm choosing to work on my health. I'm choosing to go to the gym. I'm choosing to eat better because I know that it feels good. And I'm choosing to feel good every single day. And I think it's really important too. And I think like for a while I was going, maybe I should do a competition because that would like give me more credibility. It's just not for me. So I make the choice. To like, I'm very health conscious. I am very good with my water. I am very good with my gym sessions. I am very disciplined, but I get asked all the time, Are you going to do a show? Brian's doing a show. And I'm like, I'm not Brian Mark. I'm Kirsten Mark. And so I make choices that. Oh, you didn't say Kirsten Martell. I know, Kirsten Mark. So, like, I don't have to do a fitness competition just because Brian is. So I'm going to fucking support him while eating popcorn at the movie theater and he eats veggies, but I still support him like 100%. But I don't have to make the choices he's making. And I think that was like something hard for me. Every time Brian would do something, I felt like I needed to do something yeah. and I'm like just be- like I am my own person and like my business isn't built around fitness competitions like I don't would never coach a fitness client fitness competition client like all about balance fucking fueling your body without an insane amount of restrictions and just like teaching women how to love themselves through fitness and that doesn't require me doing a competition and that's okay yeah I love that okay guys you're getting value we're talking about how to have the spark of a teenager if you're getting value just comment in the live stream and let us know and if you're listening to the podcast just be like just nod your head we want to know um um, okay, number six. The sixth reason I feel like we have the spark of a teenager is you need to celebrate your wins. Yeah. Dude, I think our culture is actually pretty fucked up. I mean, if you think about it, like, why are so many people so good and why are comedians so good that are doing, like, that have, why is self deprecating humor, like, really popular? Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucked up when you mm-hmm. think about it. Like, and, like, you know, me might say, like, oh, I look fat in this shirt or I like, like, fuck, I like it. don't like the way that I look in this shirt or, like, I don't like the way I'm looking today. And that's like a normal conversation. But if, like, somebody came up to me and, like, I look good in this shirt like I feel really confident right now like I feel like sexy it's almost like that's like we look at those people and we're like oh like you're egotistical Brian does it all the like, time you're, you're, nar- you're, nar- muscles. you're a narcissist just- what like oh yeah. that's cocky like this yeah. guy looks this guy's fucking cocky who does he think he is like Mr. Ooh like I wrote like- a post about this it's like and, and I think you're gonna fucking get into this but I wrote a post about this where it's like like we're, we're all about self-love where it's a society where like self-love is like hot right now right but then the moment someone actually starts showing themselves love they're like oh look at that girl's ego like she's so full of herself and it's like it's a good thing to be full of yourself yes so if anyone's ever told you like oh my god you're so full of yourself be like you should probably be full of yourself too because self-love is fucking cool right now a hundred percent and yo i hear something that i think is i think that you should be proud of your success yes you should be proud of your yes. success in your fitness. Yeah. You should be proud of your success in your mindset. You should be proud of success in your business. And I think that it should be normalized to fucking talk about it. Yeah. And that's, and, and I know Brian does this in his group and I do the same in my group, but like it is an open space. We celebrate so, wins, yo. Celebrate wins. We like, want you to, yes. I'm going to brag with you. Let's yes. fucking go. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that shit. I agree. I completely agree. I love that shit. It's super, super, super important to me. Like we celebrate wins. And so for us, it's like, it's so important that we don't down play our success because we don't want to boast or be egotistical towards the people that are around us, Mm -hmm. right? So we need to celebrate our ends. Number six is to celebrate your wins. Boom. And the last and most, and I think this is one of the most important things, Mm -hmm. most important reasons that we Mm -hmm. are successful in terms of our energy and having the spark of a teenager is finding a partner who supports your ambition. 100%. Guys, I think that like for us, having the spark of a teenager is having that partner that supports our goals. Mm -hmm. And I support my partner's goals. Mm -hmm. And together, because we have a symbiotic relationship and we're both committed to working on each other. We're both committed to working on the relationship. It's easy for me to be happy every single day. And we talked about this at the start of the podcast, like in our vows, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like I committed to working on myself every single day. Kirsten committed to working on herself 
every single day. Mm -hmm. And that was one of our non-negotiables in the relationship is to find somebody. Like for me, it was like, I wanted to find somebody that was so committed to working on themselves. And then I was committed to working on myself. And then we committed to working on the relationship together. I think it's so important to have a, like a, a partner I, that supports I, your ambitions. I completely agree. And it's like, also like, it's important to have a partner that like fucking lays it on you and tells you the truth. But when you have like these dreams and these ambitions and these goals, like you need someone that supports you. Like you need someone that supports you. Especially like, I feel like when things, when times get tough, because they always do, just having someone there that's like, you fucking got this, which Brian will always do to me. He'll be like, you're a badass bitch. You got this. It's so important. Versus if like the person that you're with 90% of the time is saying, you can't do this. Not possible. Nope, not good. That just like, it's that's fucking getting drilled in your head every day. So mm. I think it's super important that your partner supports you, mm. your dreams or goals. And I think that's sometimes where people will fall apart is because someone takes off on a new venture and their partner's like, da, 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 da. this isn't normal. I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah, it's fucking important to have someone that supports you, your goals, your dreams, your ambitions. I think that's, I think that would be my biggest one. Mm, I love yeah. that so much. Oh, I think they all tie in together. Yeah, I know. Really I, I yeah. really do. So guys, oftentimes Kirsten and I get asked like, are you guys like on drugs? You were like so energetic. Like, why are you so like acting yes, so young? <laughs> yes, we are. But no, like I'm going to give you guys the reason that I think that like I have the spark of a teenager at 30 years old. So number one is I just believe that anything is possible for myself. Mm -hmm. And I think Kirsten feels the same way. I do. And I think that I'm not on Brian Mark's level and I go through, but I'm a fucking woman and I'm emotional, but I do believe that like anything I put my mind to, I can do because ever since I've had Haley, everything I've told myself I was going to do, I've done. So I a hundred percent believe. Boom. Yes. Number two is you truly do need to let go of all of the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's like even taking yourself to like the worst possible case scenario be like, if that happened, like if I quit my job and I lost all my clients, would I have something to fall back on? Yes. Then what the fuck am I holding myself back for? And another, and this is going to tie back into like a partner that supports your ambitions. But I know that like I would support Brian if he hit rock bottom and he would support me if I hit rock bottom, rock bottom and we'd help build each other back up. 100%. And number three is you need to block out other people's opinions. Like guys, mm -hmm. if you want to be successful, you're going to make noise. And when you make noise, some people are going to love that noise. And I know that we are, you know, in the 10K Coaching Academy, we get a, we have like a thousand clients and that's amazing. And I love serving those people. And right now from the 10K Academy, there's about 70 to 90 people tuning in from the Academy, just from the Academy and the people that are interested. And like, I love that. Mm -hmm. And also there's going to be some people that don't like the noise that we're putting out, mm -hmm. but I need to block out like both. And I need to like appreciate the noise that's coming from the Academy. Be like, thank you mm -hmm. so much. I'm so grateful for you. And also like, thank you for your opinion, but I don't give a fuck to the haters, but just be so focused on like impacting people's lives and serving people's lives and growing as a person that it doesn't matter like what other people's opinions are because I'm just mm -hmm. like blocking everything out so I can focus on like achieving my major life goals. Yeah. Does that make sense? I love it. 100%. Cool. Which ties into the next thing is like, you need to do it for the impact, not for the views. Yes. And that applies to like anything, you guys. If you're in a fucking, if you're listening to this and you sell, like if you do drawings and you sell your drawings, if you only sell one drawing a month, who gives a fuck? You're selling one instead of focusing and your on- your next goal is to sell two. And, and your next goal three. is to sell two and then three. If you're an online fitness coach and you are going live and you only have one people tune in, dude, do that live for that one person for the next 365 days and then slowly grow the viewership. And shift your like shift your mindset. So oh, I only had two people tune in. I had two people tune in. I had two people that wanted to fucking watch me for this entire live stream. Like you have to shift the way you think because yeah. we will like, our mind will process things and we will look at it as like a negative thing. And like, there's this like, there's this TikTok where it says negative thoughts are 70% more powerful than a positive thought. So the moment someone says negative things to us, it's like in the front and center. So for us, it's really important to like, I always tell my clients this, look at what you do have versus what you didn't look at what you did do versus what you didn't do. Right. Mm. So just like shift that, shift that mindset. Yo. Number five, 
that leads us into number five is you need to work on your health, physical and mental, literally religiously. Like health for me isn't something that I might do sometimes or not sometimes. It's like I'm choosing to work on my mindset and reframe things every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to do morning rituals every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to go to the gym every single day mm-hmm. because I believe that anything is possible. And so it's my responsibility to be at the highest operating version of Brian Mark that I possibly can mm-hmm. by working on myself daily. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Guys, number six is you need to celebrate your success. Don't like, if you're hanging out with people that you like, don't clap when you win, then find new fucking friends mm-hmm. or find your tribe or tell your friends like, Hey, like I'm working on something that's like making me excited. And I need you to be excited with me because it's mm-hmm. important to me. 100%. And if your friends don't support your goals, find new friends. Yeah. And that's also why I love the 10K Coaching Academy, which is also why you probably love the Big Booty Boss Academy. 100%. Because it's like it's a family. Yeah. It's your tribe. Yeah. It's your squad. Yeah. Right. So celebrate your success. And this, I think the seventh reason that we have the spark of a teenager is that we have a partner who supports our ambition. Like I guys, I fucking really like working 14 hours a day. And Kirsten knows that. And so Kirsten knows that. that she doesn't years. like it anymore, anymore, but she supports my ambition. Yeah. And so she's okay with me working because she knows that it's important and to I me. And I know that's what makes him happy. So exactly. Like, as long as he makes time for me, then it's like fine. And also again, like I'm Kirsten Mark, not Brian Mark. So I don't need to work 14 hour days anymore. Like I have a fucking 13 year old daughter who needs my attention more than ever. And like our relationship is constantly growing and it's because I've taken a step back from those 14 hour days. And I'm like, yo, Haley, let's go look in Wibbit. Let's go to the water slides, right? Boom. Yeah. That's it. That's all guys. We hope you got value from today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to go successful online business. Also recently announced the top 32 in all of Canada for business entrepreneurship. Go check the Apple charts right now. It's pretty dope. And also 143 in the top 200 for all time entrepreneurship podcast for the States, which is super cool. So that's it. That's all. We're going to go enjoy our honeymoon. And so once we get back from the honeymoon, obviously there'll be a little bit more time for conversations afterwards for those of you guys that are sticking around a clubhouse. For now, we're going to go enjoy our honeymoon. So we love you guys. Have the best day of your entire life. life, And we'll talk to you guys soon. 